Welcome to the Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast with Michael Lafito, where top luxury agents reveal their best practices, plus interviews with real estate industry influencers, thought leaders, and luxury marketing experts. You'll come away from each episode with new strategies and tactics to dominate high-end homes in any market. And now for the latest episode of Luxury Listing Specialist, here's your host, luxury real estate expert, coach, and trainer, Michael Lafito. Welcome back to another episode of the Luxury Listing Specialist podcast brought to you by the Lux Group. You're in the right place. If you're looking to increase your average sale price, if you're looking to work smarter, not harder, if you're looking for new ways to bring value to your buyer clients and your seller clients, then you're listening to the right podcast. Again, we, we've released tons of these episodes. I believe we're on 168 or 170. And so when we're releasing these podcasts and we're trying to bring on guests, we're always trying to fill voids, bring in guests, maybe on a topic that we haven't talked about in the past. And today's guest uh, definitely fills one of those voids. But before I introduce Peter, just a reminder, if you have any questions for me, shoot me an email, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. Again, we've launched a brand new series every Friday. We call it Luxury Fridays. Uh, it's on Clubhouse. So if you're not familiar with Clubhouse, I'm an Android user. You don't have to be an iPhone user anymore, but check it out. You can go to joinluxgroup.com, joinluxgroup.com. And if you click on the first link there, you'll find out information about the next upcoming Clubhouse. Every Friday is at 1 Eastern, excuse me, 1 Central, 2 Eastern on Clubhouse, 2 Eastern, 1 o'clock Central, Clubhouse, uh, again, go to joinluxgroup.com. And again, if you're getting value from this episode or previous podcast, please leave us a like, leave us a review, go to iTunes, Stitcher. If you have our book, Luxury Listing Specialist, leave us a review on Google, excuse me, on uh, Amazon, like everything else is on Amazon. We'd greatly appreciate it. All right. Today's guest uh, is uh, been a licensed real estate agent for over 30 years and um He's, he's been at similar companies that I've been at in the past. And um, before I bring Peter on, again, this is a topic that's going to really, I think, uh, help you as an agent if you have listings and you're trying to figure out how to build relationships with international brokers or, heck, some of the buyers, maybe you know your migration patterns and people outside of the U.S. where they're buying. And if they're buying in your area, how do you build relationships with potential buyers to position yourself? as an agent that's very familiar with and comfortable uh, working internationally, even if you're physically not going internationally a ton. A ton. And that's what uh, we have today's guest on. Peter, thank you for joining me today. Oh, you're welcome. And, and Peter, you. pronounce your last name for everybody. Kempf. Kempf. And that's spelled K-E-M-P-H. Peter Kempf. Uh, P-F. Uh, P-F, excuse me. K-E-M-P-F. And... Uh, Peter, you're out of Santa Fe, New Mexico, correct? Correct. And you you were a licensed agent. We talked a little bit beforehand uh, since 1980. Right. And you were uh, you, you had roles with Sotheby's in the mid 80s, as well as Christie's. For those that are listening that aren't familiar with both Christie's and Sotheby's, both have auction houses, but both have luxury real estate arms to their companies. 
uh, to tell everybody a little bit about your role there, which will be a great prelude into talking about international real estate today, Peter. Well, in the uh, mid 80s, worked with a firm that wound up being the first affiliate in Santa Fe for Sotheby's International Realty. They had a client um, that was coming over from the UK and they wanted to get something in, uh, in Santa Fe and uh, Sotheby's didn't have any representation. So we represented uh, the buyers and uh, sold them a property, started building up a relationship with uh, Sotheby's. And at the time they really only had an office in New York and Palm Beach and I think one in Beverly Hills. Um, but they went on a big expansion, uh, a plan in, um, uh, in the mid to late 80s. And they opened up several, I think it was seven regional offices, one of which was in Chicago. And being from Chicago, knowing the area well, and knowing Sotheby's, they'd asked me if I'd moved to Chicago and represent the 11th state Midwest region, which I did for several years. Uh, made a lot of contacts uh, with high net worth individuals, um, started getting involved with uh, international transactions. Subsequent to that, uh, in 96, Christie's decided they were going to get into real estate and acquired a company called Great Estates. Um, and I was hired by them uh, to be director of international real estate. And uh, as such, I had clients all over the world and um, built up a pretty good following, learned a lot about uh, uh, buying and selling real estate in various countries. It's different everywhere. Uh, United States is really the only country that has it organized with NAR and the local MLS systems and things. It's uncanny how advanced the, the system is in the United States as opposed to how unadvanced and different it is in so many different countries. Some places you need a license, some places you don't. Um, in the, uh, uh, I had developed a specialty in Italy because I had a major client there. And in uh, uh, 2001, I went off on my own and asked my you know, clients, you can, you're welcome to stay with, with Christie's or you know, whatever. And they said, no, we've been with you for a long time. We'll stay with you. Uh, I had a major client in Florence. So I moved over there to oversee the renovation, the sales and marketing of a renovated former Medici palace that was built in the late 1400s. Um, so building where the first opera was ever performed uh, in the late 1500s. It was a former home of um, uh, one of the Medici families, Pope Leo the, Leo the 11th. Um, and uh, he lived there for a while. Uh, it's a very famous, right in the heart of Florence. If anybody has been there, it's you know, the golden uh, crossroads. And uh, so in, in the process, I picked up, I had clients uh, throughout Italy, but I also, Tuscany is just a huge popular place for people to get a second or third home. Uh, you know, they see under the Tuscan sun or read the book under the Tuscan sun and decide, oh, my goodness, we've got to, you know, let's get a place in Italy. But then they the dream kind of uh, starts fluttering because, well, how in the world do we go about doing something like that? We don't even speak Italian. This and, but my job became you know, to keep the dream alive and made it make it a seamless transaction. And, you know, pretty much everybody they dealt with was somebody that could speak English. Um, 
And, you know, the, the principal buyers were from the US, the UK, Germany, Netherlands, uh, 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 Norway, you know, it was a huge market. And so I used to uh, uh, promote. So, so real quick, let me stop you right there. So, so Peter has uh, been licensed since 1980, was with both Sotheby's in the mid 80s and in Christie's. And now he's fast forwarding, talking about his experience uh, in Italy. But uh, before we go deeper on this, you had mentioned a few things earlier that I just want to circle back to. And that was basically real estate in many countries. It's the wild, wild west. You don't need your real estate license. Uh, there isn't the organization that you hear you see in the United States. So let's talk a little bit deeper on that before we fast forward to, to Italy again, because again, we have some people on here that uh, that are looking to develop relationships internationally with other real estate agents. Maybe they represent sellers and and their sellers are, hey, what are you doing to market my home outside the United States? So that's one uh, thing I want to talk about. How do you build, let's start there. How did you build relationships? Um, of course, in Italy is one thing because you physically went there, but how did you build relationships in some of these countries with other real estate brokers when there's no centralized, especially then internet and, and they don't have database management and social media back then. How did you do it back then? Well, um, Europe is extremely different because it's not a mobile society in the US. What is it? Everybody moves every seven years, that kind of thing. Uh, whereas in a place like for take example, Italy or even France, uh, it's, it's not uncommon for, somebody they buy their uh, their home and then that's it they, that's you know they, they they don't move again um in fact uh, i had one client whose family lived 37 generations going back to the 1400s but there are there is there are people that do come and go and move and need to sell and by exposing if somebody comes to me and said you know i understand you've got a uh my market wasn't selling to italians my market was selling to others, the Brits, U.S., uh, who wanted to buy something in France or Italy. Um, and so I would have to reach that audience, uh, you know, either digitally online uh, or back in the day in the mid 2000s, the print media was still big. The Financial Times uh, of London, the Friday home section is probably the most effective publication uh, I've, I've ever worked with, uh, whether it's uh, on the internet or in their printed publication, which is still very popular. It reaches a much, a very broad international audience, even though it's a, a British publication out of London. It, I had a better reach in the United States than I, and more success than I did with, say, the New York Times or, or somebody like that, which I also used. Because you know a lot of people in the that subscribe to the New York Times are very international in scope, um, and so they're always looking. And the global market now is so so expanded; it's amazing the number of people that you know the buyers for America aren't just for uh, New York and L.A. They're for all over the place, uh, based on their business you know, dealings or whatever the case may be. So there's a good chance if you're in, uh, in, in a semi-major market uh, that you probably have a, a, a sizable international audience. And so you wanna be able to 
expose, like if you have a listing in Charleston, let's say, uh, you want to expose that to foreign audiences at using the Financial Times uh, or the New York Times, et cetera, um, Wall Street Journal even, you, and then you are able to then, when you're doing a listing presentation, show samples of how you reach out to this international audience. And I would also say that it's a good idea to join in, uh, one of the many international uh, associations that are out there, whether it's who's who in luxury real estate, or if you're a member of Sotheby's or Christie's or uh, any of the others, um, network with those people. And, uh, you know, what I used to do years ago when I was even in Santa Fe, this was way in the late 90s, uh, we had a full page ad and always the center property would be an international property. And people dig that, you know, that, that you know, that I'd make it the out, as outrageous as I could, 25 million, 100 million, because and people would gravitate that lifestyles of the rich and famous is popular. You know, they're, maybe they're not going to buy something like that. It's just, a, uh, but people are attracted to that. And you build up a reputation in your market as someone who's plugged in. So um, reach out if you're part of an organization to uh, brokers that are in Paris or London, you know, whether it's Savills or Knight Frank. I have a great relationship with Knight Frank that I've developed, you know, over the, the last 25 or so years. Um, and, you know, they have people looking to, to buy in the U.S., uh, but they also have properties all over the place. So, you know, build up a relationship, expose one of their properties in France or or in the countries or in London or Paris, um, Argentina. I have clients now in Argentina, Costa Rica. Um, and it's just by get, get yourself out there and go to conferences where some of these other people are present and build up your network, get involved in social media, you know, become friends with people, uh, brokers in other countries. And, you know, you can post things on Facebook and you start you know, your friends will start associating you with, oh, wow, they're, they seem to do a lot of business in France or Costa Rica, whatever the case may be. Yeah. I have a couple of really good friends down in Costa Rica uh, who I love to see at conferences. And, you know, it's uh, occasionally we do business back and forth. It's a popular area for people from the, the U.S., but in, from other countries as well. Hi, it's Michael Lafito here with a quick break from the podcast. If you are committed to increasing your average sale price and you want to work smarter, not harder, then you want to check out LuxuryListingSpecials.com where you'll find out more information about the Lux designation along with some additional resources. Again, I'll repeat, check out LuxuryListingSpecials.com. And now let's get back to the show. Some really good nuggets there, Peter. Uh, so just to kind of re recap some of the things Peter talked about is, you know, when you want to grow your presence internationally and you want to get in front of more agents uh, internationally, as well as buyers internationally, you know, you got to put yourself out there. You got to go to some of these conferences where these global agents are attending. Right. So I was just at a, a big, a big conference in, in Las Vegas and agents from international were there. So build relationships. I was talking to a guy from India uh, and so I'm a member of Who's Who in Luxury Real Estate, and, and Peter, um, you are as well, and we're both members of, of Realm. And so, again, building relationship with other top agents, top luxury agents is key. Uh, you talked about, 
you had a print publication where you posted the international property of the, the month or international property of the week. And, and it was it was a significant price point to get people's attention, kind of like you mentioned, the lifestyle, the rich of the famous. I mean, I tell people all the time, it's a, we're, we're basically in a dating app industry. People are swiping left and swiping right on properties that we represent. And in, in the Tinder world, you want more swipe rights, Peter. That was before your time and my time. But but I, that's what I've been told. But the point is you want people, you know, you want to grab people's attention online and, 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 and print. And so those are some really good nuggets that you shared with us. Um, so uh, from a from a building relationship standpoint, anything else to add? Um, well, it, it, lately I've, uh, I have a partner, Joan DiGiovanna. Uh, she's on realm calls all the time as, as well. And she's just really taken to the international marketplace. It's incredible being a, a, of a Italian uh, descent from her ancestors and things. She gravitates to, to Italy, but she's got listings in, in, in Colombia, uh, uh, you know, Italy, um, and several other places as, as well. And um, she's based so where? Nice. Huh? And where is she based out of? Uh, Santa Fe. Oh, okay. So here, here's a U.S.-based agent uh, that you deal with, and, and she's dealing with some international real estate as well. Oh, a ton of it. And the more she learns, the better, converse, better conversations she can have because she can say, well, I represent uh, the Palazzo in, in, in Florence, Palazzo Tornaboni, um, uh, and I've got this property in, in Colombia. So people um, uh, like her expertise. And so she can talk on a variety of subjects in a variety of countries Mm -hmm. And can back it up, uh, not only can walk the talk the talk, but you can walk the walk. And so it's nice if you have a partner uh, that's also involved internationally, like Joan is. Um, it's just it, it spreads your wings, it spreads your cast your net a lot further. Uh, she has different eyes when we do a listing presentation to an Italian family or somebody from Argentina, whatever the case may be. She has a different set of eyes. Uh, than I do. So she contributes uh, with a whole different perspective. And so sellers really enjoy that. And buyers do as well, because you're often dealing with husband and wife, and they might have a different perspective as to what they want to achieve. And we have the ability to look at it with the uh, four eyes, two of so, which. So, so is she then officially within your brokerage? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so in this case, uh, I want to uh, spin off and talk about two things uh, to my audience right now. Number one, I've had on my show in the past, one example is a guy named Richard Silver up in Toronto. And Richard talked about building a team based on, in his case, Toronto's a melting pot with, from an ethnic standpoint, a lot of different languages. So when he built his team, he specifically was trying to build his team based on the demographics of, of, of people that are buying and selling in, in Toronto. Um, now, Peter here is sharing uh, an example of how you bring on a team member that perhaps fills a void or has a, sp a specific niche or specialty within your team, maybe outside of your region or outside of, in this case, the United States. Now, for those of you that maybe don't have that, uh, that opportunity right now to fill that void, 
you know, the other aspect, of course, is, is, is joining a group, you know, joining an organization that uh, has specific experts and specialists within there that you can lean on and you can leverage until you have that same experience. So those are the types of things, guys, that we cover on our Friday uh, Friday Luxury Fridays. Again, go to joinluxgroup.com, joinluxgroup.com for more information on our Friday luxury events that we're doing on uh, on Clubhouse. Again, join Lux, L-U-X-E, joinluxgroup.com, joinluxgroup, and you can find more information there. So really some great nuggets there, Peter. Thanks for sharing uh, with me there. I do want to fast forward a little bit to Italy here. Uh, we, you started talking about, uh, you know, in the early 2000s, uh, you, when you're marketing this, this property, I, I do want to uh, kind of end up on this point. Um, if somebody has a relationship with uh, a developer, um, a, f- a family, somebody that's got this international property, although you're licensed in Santa, in Mexico or somebody's licensed in Illinois or New York or fill in the blank. How, how could they go about co-marketing or co-listing, if you will, a property outside of the United States? Well, it's good to link up with somebody who, if it's required that is licensed in a particular country. Uh, I do a lot of work uh, over the years and have with uh, Todd and Scott Cutter. Uh, down to Costa Rica real estate. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to get on a plane and show properties down there, but uh, if somebody comes to me and gee, they're really interested in Costa Rica, you know, I'll plug them into Scott and Todd Cutter and they understand, you know, I feel comf- comfortable because I know they're going to be handled with kid gloves and be well, you know, handled professionally. Um, if it's the UK, I often use Knight Frank. Knight Frank has offices all over the world, actually. So, and I'm the president of their international uh, properties, et cetera, is a long, long time friend of mine. So you just develop these, the, the, these, uh, these relationships and oftentimes at international conferences, uh, which are nice. You know, like for example, Who's Who has a big, you know, three conferences a year, uh, two of which are, you know, they'll have 100, 250 people. Their European conference is in, usually in the winter, and it'll be more intimate, maybe 50 or 60 people. So you have an opportunity over two and a half days to really build a relationship with people uh, wherever they're coming from. So I encourage people to, to do that. Um, you can just, if you have somebody that's interested in uh, Munich, Germany, uh, you can go online and find, you know, if you're not a member of a network, if you are a member of a network, you can plug into somebody there easily. You'll have instant uh, uh, credibility because you're both part of this network. So you're going to turn something over to somebody who you feel confident is going to handle your client r- really well and vice versa. So networking, whether it's social media, in person at conferences, uh, or just picking up the phone and saying, hey, I'd like to introduce myself. I do a lot of business in wherever. And uh, occasionally I get people from your area, you know. That's, that's a great point. Picking up the phone, you know, I have uh, by my desk, those of you that are listening, you can't see this, but I have by my desk one of these. That was easy. That was easy buttons. And Peter, everybody's looking for the easy button, whether it be weight loss, whether it be get rich. When I say everybody, I take that back. There's a lot of people through infomercials, through the internet, through greed, that are looking for get rich you know, lose weight fast schemes. 
is it fair to say when you're dealing with the international, it's, it's a, it's a long play, right? It's the marathon. It's not the sprint, you know, it takes time. There's not one exact thing. There's not one exact strategy uh, that helped propel you to build these relationships uh, internationally, but it was a, a kind of a combination of things. Is that fair to say, Peter? Yeah, uh, exactly. It's, it's more of a marathon, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it builds. And, you know, then you can have uh, a conversation with somebody, you know, who's uh, like in Paris, and then they have a client for somebody in New York. Oh, well, I know this person in New York. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know that person too. Great guy, great, great woman, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so the longer you're in it, the more, uh, actually, it's, uh, you become more of a big fish in a small pond. You awesome. Know? Because you, know, you, you just don't have, you know, like in Italy, you know, you maybe have a half a dozen, you know, com- companies that are really, you know, you want to be friends with, uh, you know, UK, you've got, you know, Savills, you've got Mike Frank, and you, you have a couple of others. And so it's easy to build relationships. It's not, and they, and they're, they're broad. They're not just in London, you know, they're usually all over the UK you know, Scotland, Ireland, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So you spread your wings by connecting with those who are real international companies. Um, you know, a lot more than most brokers are here, but you'd be amazed at the number of foreign people that are buying in St. Louis or Cincinnati, uh, whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. don't, just, you know, don't think because you're not in LA or New York or Chicago that, man, there's no international market. I guarantee you there is. Not only have people coming in, but more so, who doesn't want to get a place in, in Tuscany or in Provence? You know, they read a year in Provence and they go, oh, my God, let's go to Provence. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you have people, no matter, you know, Kansas City, whatever, wherever you are, who will vacation in those places and have the same dream. Just because it's, it's not, you know, some known international market, there'll be a lot of people in those markets that like, would love to buy a place in France or, or Italy, but they don't know how to go about it. They don't even know. They think, oh, I got to have millions. Not true. You can find a really cool pied-à-terre in Paris for $500,000. You know, yeah, the multi-million dollar estates are, are there, but you can go into you know, other parts of Italy, you know, for three, four $400,000 and find yourself a sweet place. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got multiple price ranges and have all the charm that the, those buyers are looking for. They've got the, the sidewalk cafe they, where they can go down. They've got the patisserie where they go down and get their meats. They've got the baker. They, they, you know, they, they go there for the experience right. of, oh my God, what a getaway. You know? mm-hmm. And they build friends, you know, with Giuseppe or, or Fernando or whatever the case may be. And they go back and they, that, it, it's, it's not a vacation. They're going to another home. And so, yeah, they're going to see the, hey, let's, you know, send an email to, to whoever to let them know that we'll be there, you know, the following weeks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, great, great, great points. It's a totally change in lifestyle. Sometimes that's what people are looking for is a total getaway. Uh, if I were to say, uh, Peter, do you have a, a, a reference, a website, a, a couple uh, a couple of references for agents that want to familiarize themselves with international, whether it be real estate, whether it be building relationships, whether it be, um, hey, I want to find out more about getting more exposure on some of my properties on, on some international sites. Any, anything come come to mind? 
Well, I have my own website, uh, kempfintl.com, and it you know, has information there. Um, so again, that's K-E-M-P-H-I-N-T-L.com? K-E-M-P-F-I-N-T-L.com. Oh, why am I saying T? Yeah, K-M-P-F. Uh, thank you. K-M-P-F-I-N-T-L.com. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm on you know, social media as well, Peter Kempf. Um, I like to post things there, but uh, I don't do so much posting bricks and mortars on social media. It's social, so I uh, prefer to use it uh, to show another side of me. You know, if I go to a cocktail party, I don't want to walk up to somebody and start talking real estate. Sure. You know, you want to talk, you know, hey, yeah, pleased to meet you. Where are you from? Right, right. right. Yeah. No, really, really good. Some some really good points today, Peter. Again, uh, just to kind of recap, agents, if you're listening to the tail end of this, you know, Peter has been a licensed real estate agent since 1980. He shared some great insights on uh, best practices, if you will, how to get involved, how to build relationships with other brokers, how to position yourself as uh, an agent, not just licensed in your state, but also that is familiar with what's happening internationally. Um, so, Peter, thank you for your time. And, and again, uh, go to uh, Kemp, I-N-T-L, that's K-E-M-P-F-I-N-T-L.com for your website. What's the best uh, email. phone or email? Email. Peter at KempfINTL.com or seven. All right. So, Peter at kempintl.com or shoot me a note. Uh, reception went in and out a little bit there at the end, Peter. You guys can always shoot me a note, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com for more information. If you have questions, uh, you want me to get to Peter or you want me to connect you, uh, please do it that way, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. As I mentioned, we just launched a new series every Friday called Luxury Fridays. Uh, it's on Clubhouse and uh, we're really excited. We're growing our team. We have trainers. Uh, we just got approved here in Illinois to teach our course. So now we're approved in Illinois, Texas, Florida, and Georgia for continuing education. We're looking to grow that. So if you have some interest in being a potential instructor, teaching agents, inspiring agents, uh, please reach out to me, Michael at Marketing Luxury Group. Again, we just launched a podcast recently where we had an agent land her first trophy listing. In 15 years in the industry, she never had listed a home above 450000 in her career, and she listed a $5 million property. Uh, and she credits our designation, luxurylistingspecials.com. Go to luxurylistingspecials.com. She credits our Lux designation to help break down those barriers, give her direction, give her the motivation, the drive, the clarity, and the confidence to even go on that appointment. So again, if you're interested in taking your business to the next level, check out LuxuryListingSpecials.com. I'm your host, Michael Lafito. Until next time, keep raising the bargain. Go to JoinLuxGroup.com for the Clubhouse and Luxury Fridays, JoinLuxGroup.com. Peter, some great insight. I appreciate your, your angle, your style. Uh, you definitely brought something different to the audience that we've had recently. So uh, appreciate what you're doing and the fact that you too are always trying to get better and learn and uh, have a different, you know, bring a different tool in your toolbox. Uh, so thank you, Peter. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. And I love talking international real estate. 
Well, I could tell you're very passionate about it and very knowledgeable. Until next time, everybody, keep raising the bar in real estate and prove others wrong. Take care.